Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun-filled episode of that 401k podcast. This week's topic, we're going to talk about factors in hiring a 401k plan provider that I think might be overrated. Of course, go to that 401k site.com, that 401k site.com, sign up for our virtual events. We got a uh, um, uh, plan provider conference in January, a plan sponsor event in October. Uh, within a couple weeks, we should have information about live events coming up in 2024. Um, I think as it stands right now, Arlington, Texas, Yankee Stadium, maybe we do one more. We'll see what happens, you know. Obviously, a lot is up in the air with plan provider support and, and plan, uh, you know, advisor uh, attendance, and, and we'll see how it goes in, in trying to... Uh, get that back up and running. Uh, so go to that 401ksite.com for further information on uh, what we're planning on and all that kind of good stuff. So let's go to the topic at hand. Um, I, I have to say that, quite honestly, if I would say I have one personality defect, um, it centers around, uh, uh, it's a pet peeve, when um, people get, you know, lauded or championed, and quite honestly, there's no reason for it. Uh, you're like, you're scratching your head, you're pushing that guy. Um, it, it's just, it, it, I, I think it's an insecurity because I wasn't the one who was being championed. Uh, I would always see, in, in whether it's at work or in, in, in personal life, Everybody was pushing somebody else. They were never pushing me. Uh, and that's just, and it's an insecurity that I probably, you know, obviously still have to this day. You know, um, it's interesting. There's um, there's a local person, and I, I don't think anything of him. He's like a little, you know, locally elected politician, and I'm just surprised that, you know, Everybody pushes that guy. I mean, when you hear that guy speaks, he sounds like uh, like a moron. <laughs> but, you know, uh, one of those situations where, you know, I always uh, think about is I, I had a former relative. So uh, I had somebody marry somebody. Um, and my mother was pushing this person uh, who is, I guess, my former uncle. And she would say, you know, he's he's a he's a businessman, or in a, in Hungarian accent, ah, he's a businessman. She had this really high pitched voice. My mother has this high pitched voice, and she would push this former uncle of mine as as a businessman when my aunt was dating him. The guy operated a hot dog stand at the Fleet Port in the Five Towns on uh, Long Island, Rockaway Turnpike. If you ever see the scene in Goodfellas when Henry Hill gets picked up for that day, uh, when Henry Hill um, hits the brakes, the Flea Port is like right behind him, not too far away. It was a flea market. And he also owned a dry cleaning business that didn't do any dry cleaning. It was merely a stop for people to uh you know, drop off their dry cleaning and he would have somebody else do it. So that's, you know, my insecurity. But, you know, there are a lot of people. I'm sure you've seen it at work or whatnot. People getting pushed and you're like, they're pushing that person? That person's a moron. And, 
there are a lot of factors where you know people pick plant providers, and I just think it's a it's really overrated. That it just this is the reason why you're going to pick the plant provider. Well, this doesn't really work. Why why are you picking a provider just based on that? For example, uh, picking a plant provider based on the years of experience. Years of experience alone uh, isn't the reason you should pick a plant provider. You know, they'll, there'll be people touting their years of experience. Listen, I was an IRS audit today and I was touting my, you know, 25 years experience as an ERISA attorney. But that's not really why, you know, you should hire me. That's not the reason just why. And, you know, I, I was, you know, beat up on the managing attorney of my old law firm, Lois, because, you know, she thought she was a big deal, 12 years as managing attorney and 30 years as an employment litigation attorney. And, you know, maybe she was managing attorney because nobody else wanted the job. Uh, she's very good at promoting herself, but she wasn't very good at growing the firm. Under her watch, towards the end, the firm shrunk by 50%, as I predicted. Um, she never did anything that, you know, I thought was interesting or exciting or, you know, anything that would grow the business. She was a, a big uh, name dropper. She would say, well, you know, so-and-so's uh, son is the governor of New York and so-and-so's son is uh, is uh, the Nassau County executive. And whoop-de-damn-doo, it didn't draw a dime business. Um, I, you know, I don't think experience is really all that. You know, I've worked with, you know, plant administrators who've had 20 awful years of experience, who didn't know anything, and I know people who had five years of experience that were far superior. Um, you know, um, one of the mistakes I, I always remember uh, of, a, of a client of mine was plant administrator, 20 years of experience, missed an easy, top-heavy test situation where she didn't um, understand that a named partner of a law firm, if their wife and daughter work for the firm, uh, then they are key employees. Um, and so, you know, she told them they uh, satisfied top heavy and they didn't, they, they failed the test. And, you know, three years later, the, the, the uh, law firm owed money for uh, makeup contributions plus earnings. So years of experience alone doesn't mean anybody's, you know, good. It just reminds me of the Caddyshack uh, situation where, uh, um, Judge Smells asked Ty Webb, how do you measure yourself against other golfers? Because Ty doesn't keep score. So Ty said it, you know, by height. Um, you can't really measure by experience. It, it doesn't really mean anything, especially when that experience can be bad. You know, again, somebody's a plan administrator. They start off at a TPA that provides no support, no education, no continuing education. Uh, these folks are never going to be any good. Um, uh, you know, start off bad, you're going to be bad. And, you know, you don't get the requisite, you know, training at the beginning. You, you never catch up. Uh, Paul Heyman, who's a, um, I interact with a lot on, on Facebook. He's a friend of mine on Facebook. Paul Heyman is a, uh, perform, uh, is a wrestling manager. He was a former uh, owner and booker of ECW. And he's also a big guy in marketing. He has his own advertising agency, co-owns it. I think it's called Looking for Larry. And he said it best when he says, um, experience is the greatest uh, uh, inhibitor of creativity and innovation because you learn from experience what not to do. 
but it's the unbridled passion and the fearlessness to just go into something with reckless abandon that allows you to create something for nothing, that allows you to innovate. Some of the most innovative and uh, competent plant providers have less experience than some incompetent plant providers who have so years, you know, with so many years of experience. So years of experience alone doesn't mean anything. You know, that's, that's always my knock against Lois. Yeah, she had great, great experience in terms of years. But when I pushed it, you know, the idea that social media was a great way to get clients, you know, she thought I was like selling fish uh, out of the back of my car like they do on 110 uh, out by um, Republic Airport in Farmingdale. Uh, so, you know, again, I don't think that that is a um, reason why you should hire a plant provider. I think it's completely uh, overrated. Of course, being the cheapest plant provider, um, that also, I think, is an overrated uh, factor. Um, I have been on my own for um, 13 years, but the Roosevelt Law Firm was started in 2000. It's kind of like a side project when I uh, was working for Harvey Berman, and I was kind of insecure about my situation and kind of probably had the dream of going on my own 10 years before I really did it. And the original idea for the Rosamond Law Firm was different from, you know, just being an ERISA practice. So I, I failed it the first time and, 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 and you know, still had it and just rethunk of, of how I was going to do it. So my originalized idea was like it was a side gig. I was going to do non-ERISA work. and wasn't, you know, obviously you can't, you can't do that. But I was going to do, you know, wills, um, you know, um, that sort of thing, taxes and all of that stuff. And, you know, I was going to charge, and I was charging only 100 bucks for a will. Um, it was ridiculous. Um, you know, the idea was I was going to be the Walmart legal services, and it was an idiotic idea because legal services isn't something that you, you know, shop like you do at Walmart. Uh, lowest price doesn't make sense. Lowest price doesn't sell. Same thing with a doctor. You don't pick a doctor based on price. You don't pick a lawyer based on price. So why would you pick a plan provider on price? So did a lot of did a couple of wills here and there, but you know if you're doing wills for a hundred bucks, uh, you know you'd have to do you know thirty wills a week uh, to make ends meet. Uh, you know with what I was making as an ERISA attorney, so. Um, it just, you know, you, you, whatever you're, you're cutting back on price, you never really make it up on volume. That's how I see it. So there are obviously plan providers out there and their gimmick is, you know, they're the cheapest one out there. And, you know, again, the problem with it is, uh, plan, uh, sponsor as a fiduciary, um, has to only pay reasonable fees. Doesn't have to pay the cheapest fees, has to pay reasonable fees for services provider. Um, I think it's a breach of a fiduciary duty to pick somebody just based on price. You need competence. And uh, you have a lot of low-cost providers and, uh, you know, along with that, a lower quality of service. Doesn't really mean that that's the case all the time, but... Uh, you know, it always reminds me of the argument against fee disclosure. So there were a lot of chicken littles who thought the retirement plan business would go to the lowest plan, lowest cost plan provider, uh, the race to zero. And it really didn't materialize. You still have a lot of companies 
they were never known as cheap providers. I mean, Empower was never known as a cheap provider when they were Great West. Uh, Fidelity was never a no frills advisor, you know, no no frills provider. Uh, yeah, you've had, um, you know, uh, uh, pressure on fees, and, and and fees have gone down, but they haven't, you know, gone down so you know so downstream that only the cheapest plan providers have have won out. So. Competence is more important than cost when picking a plan provider, and cost alone is a bad idea. And cost alone is a big uh, factor. I, I think it's a bad idea. Next, number of plans under management or administration. Um, you know, obviously, their plan providers are going to say, you know, we got you know two thousand plans on the books. Um, we have uh, ten billion dollars under management. Well, you know, it's impressive how many clients you have. Uh, that doesn't, you know, that number really isn't as important as you think it is. Popularity doesn't mean quality. It always goes back to my hamburger argument. Uh, what would you rather eat, a McDonald's burger or a Shake Shack In-N-Out burger? So, you know, I think that you're better off, you know, eating In-N-Out or Shake Shack. Um, I, I, I can't eat McDonald's anymore. You know, McDonald's, there's nothing on that menu that interests me. Uh, every menu item I ever liked for McDonald's, one by one, they would eliminate it. I was the one person that liked the McLean Deluxe. Before that, I liked the McDLT. Uh, there was the uh, Big and Tasty I liked. Uh, the Newman's Own Salads, you know, the Newman's Own Salad Dressing. It, it's just, you know, they always get rid of it. But, you know, again... McDonald's sells the most burgers, but it's certainly not the best burger. Five Guys. Uh, I've never been to a Whataburger, but all these places, Shake Shack is opening up uh, in Oceanside, three minutes from my house, and no, and everybody knows my son is the biggest Shake Shack fan. I, I guess I'll never be able to move out of here. But popularity doesn't mean best quality. It's an overrated factor. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, obviously you're doing something right if you got so many clients, but it doesn't mean that you're doing it so right uh, that a plan sponsor should hire you. Next, the bells and whistles. You know, when I started working as a risk attorney in, in, in 1998, we didn't have websites. People that used pen and paper or the telephone to make uh, investment elections. Um, you know, I remember buying mutual funds and, you know, you did it by mail or, you know, somehow you could do a wire through the phone. Um, you know, when 401k website started and I worked for a TPA, you get the account balance by source and by fund, and that was it. You couldn't trade on the website. Our website was called Smart Plan. Uh, it would always crash, and so that would get plan participants to make snide comments about how dumb plan it was or, you know, just goof it on the name. You know, uh, uh, some of the websites out there by plan providers are outstanding. Uh, obviously, Empower, to me, is one of the best websites out there as a plan fiduciary. Um, you know, I I'm really amazed by what websites do. I'm, you know, I'm the guy who's still amazed by uh, what a fax machine does. You know, you can request loans and distributions. Again, I was in IRS audit today, and so much of what the... HR director used to do is is now the uh, domain of the TPA when it comes to loans and distribution. So it's amazing. 
Um, as far as TPA websites and plant provider websites, you know, I don't think there's any plant provider has one out there that is truly revolutionary enough that I would recommend hiring them just for that. Um, you know, everybody's got a good look. I, I like Empower's website. Um, there's some other websites that I don't like. Uh, but I, I don't think a, a website or any of these bells and whistles is something that, uh, you know, should really impress a plant sponsor to the degree where they should hire um, somebody as a plant provider. It's just to me that it's a nice selling point, but, you know, it, it's just not something that I'd say, well, yeah, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a that's game changer. You got to hire them. I don't, I don't think that that really is uh, something out there that uh, is a big deal. Um, next, payroll integration. Uh, again, ADP and Paychecks, um, they tout payroll integration as the be-all, end-all uh, as to why you should use them as a TPA. Uh, you know, payroll integration is important for solid deferrals. Um, you know, uh, good data uh, is important uh, in the workings of a 401k plan. But if payroll integration for ADP and paychecks is such a big thing, then why do they offer it for Empower clients or, you know, some other large Fidelity clients or whatnot? Uh, payroll integration, uh, the competitors, ADP and paychecks, they have payroll integration with, you know, uh, TPAs and whatnot because they're not in the TPA business. Um, again, if it's such a big deal, why are they sharing it with other people? Uh, Coca-Cola doesn't give Pepsi out its uh, secret formula. Same thing with the Colonel's uh, secret recipe of herbs and spices for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, it's not such a big deal uh, because a lot of plant providers offer it through various payroll companies. Everybody wants to compete. So Paylocity and all these other, you know, top-notch competitors, ADP and Paychecks, offer payroll integration as well. So that alone is not a reason to hire a TPA. Last but not least, they're local. You know what? In the days before the internet, um, it would make sense to hire a local TPA. You know what? Uh, we want somebody local, somebody pops up into our office, uh, we could go to their office. It was a, just a different world 25 years ago. Now you can use anybody. Uh, the internet makes things easier. Next week I have a call with a financial advisor in Hawaii. Uh, there's a six-hour time difference. But, you know, if he needs ERISA legal help, he'll call me. Um, and... That's how I see plant services. Uh, there's no reason you shouldn't hire a J.D. Carlson out in California because you're in New York. Or, you know, obviously a California company or a Hawaiian company and hiring somebody uh, from New York. Uh, those days are over. Um, and just because a, a TPA, you know, TPA market has really changed. I mean, locally, we had a lot more independent TPA shops in, in, in Long Island and uh, consolidation of this business has changed that. And a lot of the companies that were local have branched out. You know, I know one TPA has got, you know, offices, affiliated offices in a couple states. When I knew that guy is a one-person shop over there at 
um, near Penn Station. So those days have changed, and I just think that uh, it's overrated uh, and just not a factor for me in picking a plan provider. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of that 4K podcast. Uh, next week, uh, tune in for another episode, of course, that 4 for further information on all our live events. Take care.